Is there not an entire section on this subject? And no, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let did a podcast last week, but the uh, sound didn't work, and so I took it down. Um, and I'm not sure anybody wants to look at a video of my mouth moving for 30-some minutes with no sound coming out, and obviously the audio was uh, the, the, uh, the intro and the credits uh, song at the end, and 30 minutes of silence, so... I took it down with the intention of trying to get back to it and getting it done, redoing it, um, and never ju just never got the time. Uh, it was you know holiday week and and stuff like that. So uh, there is one that is lost to the archives. I'll probably pick up a couple of things here and there, uh, talk about some of the stuff. I may jump back and and talk about one of the the topics that I talked about last week today. I don't know. Um, I just wanted to kind of reflect upon the new year. Um, it is 2020. Uh, do not abbreviate it because apparently it opens you up to all kinds of fraud potential. Don't just put 010120 uh, because people can add dates onto the end. And I don't know how that is going to affect anybody, but if you happen to have a job that dates could uh, cause problems do not abbreviate the year other than that um <laughs> yeah not that it makes a whole lot of difference but it is going to be one heck of a year so the year in review uh, 2019 come and gone uh i mean <laughs> what can you say about 2019 it wasn't 2016 um so we got uh, a really good Star Wars movie from it, a uh, really good Avengers Endgame from it. Um, so on the movie uh, level, it was really good. Um, <laughs> some people would probably tell you that uh, the endings of Endgame and uh, The Rise of Skywalker could be the same movie. And I agree. Uh, but it worked for both. So... Um, yeah, so 2019, a year in the books. Uh, personally, for me, it was a, a pretty weird year. Um, looking forward to uh, some changes in 2020. So um, we're going to get back into uh, podcast-wise for the show. We will, uh, next Wednesday, we'll pick up, uh, start over with the 2020 World Watch List, and the fifth seal will pick back up. 
doing every other week uh, throughout the year until we get to November. Uh, so we'll have uh, stories and stuff going on with the Persecuted Church twice a month. Uh, I'm hoping to do a little bit more with Unsolicited this year than I did. I did a lot at the beginning of the year, it seemed like, and then kind of the end of the year, things got a little weird. There were a lot of albums that I got that I never actually reviewed. Um, so hopefully with uh, un Unsolicited, we'll be a little bit more active this year. Um, Saints Unscripted took a week off of the uh, Faith and Beliefs, so I didn't do a Master's Dog this week either, so, uh, and there was nothing else, well, no, nothing, nothing crazy uh, theologically that I wanted to address this week, so, um, so yeah, we'll continue as long as Saints Unscripted keeps doing their Faith and Beliefs segment, we will definitely have an episode every week of the Master's Dog. Otherwise, uh, it's my uh, Radio Free Geneva. For those of you who listen to Dr. White, that's what the Master's Dog is all about. So uh, there will be stuff going on there. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about, I watch, I don't know, again, that a lot of influences that I take from different podcasts and stuff that I always listen to. Last year with Steve Dace was the year of No BS. Um, and, and, uh, Doug Wilson does no quarter November every year. I really want 2020 to be just no quarter, uh, 2020. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pattern my 2020 after Ricky Gervais, uh, intro to the Golden Globes tonight. Um, and I just don't care. I do. I, I care, but I'm, I'm you know, there are things that issues that come up that kind of get ignored based on uh, what people might think and I'm just not going to do that anymore I'm not going to concern myself with what anybody thinks I my opinions are based strictly on what I believe is biblical and that's the bottom line and so my, my opinions about politics, my opinions, opinions about religion, everything comes from the worldview that, uh, that has been formulated in me through reading the Bible and the influence of, of the theologians that, you know, that uh, have uh, ministered to my life. So, um, you know, the fact that there are people that I'm, you know, whether they're people I'm friends with or relatives with that might take issue with, with some of the, the things that I talk about. Um, and so I've kind of held back a little bit. Yeah, go figure. Um, <laughs> so, so again, if you've watched or listened to this podcast at, at any time during 2019, um, yeah, I held back. <laughs> I held back on some of those um, to, to not offend um, as many of the people that I thought might have been offended, if that makes any sense. And so 2020 um, is going to be, I mean, there is going to be a, some craziness going on in 2020 politically, uh, in, in the realm of evangelicalism. Um, yeah, there's going to be some stuff, so I'm, 
there I'll be I'll be talking about it every little bit about it whether it's whether it has to do with you know complementarianism female pastors uh, race issues all those things um, as they come up I'm, I'm not gonna shy away from from dealing with them I'm not go and again this is my commitment to you to maintain a consistent worldview uh, based on what I believe the Bible to show is true I've always said if you can come to me biblically and and prove to me that I'm wrong I'm, I'm more than willing to admit it and and I will um, but my beliefs are founded in in, in that biblical uh, standard that I recognize and so yeah so it's <laughs> buckle up because 2020 should be fun. And uh, so a, a little bit political. I mean, we, this is, it's an election year. And uh, it, the the field that has been presented by the Democrats is uh, interesting to say the least. Um, Joe Biden seems to be losing a little bit of cognitive ability, which is... Uh, is kind of scary because he's the front runner. But again, I don't. I don't think there's anyone the Democrats can put up that will beat Trump. Um, and again, I, I'm not the most excited guy in the world that Trump is again the 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 nominee on on the conservative side of things. Uh, I, I really wish somebody would have. I don't think there's any way that anyone can mount a successful primary campaign against Trump at this point. Um, but I would have loved to have seen somebody building it up over the last year to challenge him for the Republican nomination. And uh, uh, so, I mean, and, and Trump hasn't been the worst president in the world by far. Um, but again, he, he's not... He's definitely not my first choice. As we get closer to November, um, I will probably do again what I did in 2016, and I just won't vote um, on the presidential side of things. I just, I'll, um, not going to drag my vote for, through the mud. And for all the people who want to go, well, not voting for Trump is a vote for the Democrats. And well, by that logic, not voting for the Democrats is a vote for Trump, so you're welcome. And, uh, but I'm pretty sure that Trump's going to win again this year. Uh, the only, the only person on the Democrat side, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, um, that concerns me in the least is, is Buttigieg. Huh. There you go. Let's, let's get everything in the room to ding at the same time because somebody forgot to turn the volume down on every, uh, electronic device in the room <laughs> and, uh, they're all logged in as me so uh, people not comment on Facebook you get to hear the dings um, Buttigieg back to Buttigieg so here here's what concerns me about him and again it, it's a concern that we should look at as 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 believers as Christians and uh, I don't I honestly don't think he has uh, the any kind of of What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say stamina, but the sustainability to beat 
any of the front runners. I don't think I don't think he'll make it past May in the in the race. He'll drop out sometime between now and then, unless something big happens. And with that, the reason why I find him concerning is the fact that he he maintains a a claim to Christianity. And so with the way that, that the Christian church has gone um, over the last few years, I mean, we, we've just seen it with uh, the United Methodists are, are, are splitting. The, the United Methodist denomination is, is going to split over the issues of LGBTQ issues and women in the, in the pastorate. And so because of this, there is, there is a large group of um, – again, here we go. We're, we, we just got to go for it, right? We got we to call it what it is, false Christians, Christians who are following, following after false beliefs, uh, who have given up their belief in the, um, the truth and the um, – the reliability of the Bible to be true um, and have given up those things and have embraced uh, LGBT love is love and, and, and stuff like that um, in the sense that that there are enough of those people who could who are claiming to be Christian who are LGBT confirming and who may potentially you would see those Christians turning their vote to Buttigieg if it got down to a general election. And so I think he would, he could pull a lot of the, um, I, don't, I don't know that I would say he would pull the evangelical vote, but a lot of the just mainstream, you know, Episcopalian, Methodist, uh, liberal Presbyterian, he could pull a lot of those votes because that that's the trajectory that the church has taken. Um, they've abandoned biblical teachings for cultural, what have become cultural norms. And the reason that they become cultural norms is because the church has failed. Um, so Buttigieg would be the only person that I'd be concerned about. But again, he, he's a mayor of a, a, a itty bitty town. Um, never had any kind of any other experience besides that um so there you go there's there's my uh prediction for 2020 i'm pretty sure that trump is gonna take this uh election again and w one thing let, let's let's deal with this i made a lot of predictions back in 2016 when trump did get elected um that didn't completely come come about uh i i made a lot of comments that i thought that he was going to go right back into his liberal democrat uh roots which he did not um completely which is is good um i'll give him credit for that he has done a few good things i still don't don't think the the supreme court justices that he put on the court were uh sufficient uh, to the promises that he made. I don't think they're the pro-choice judges that we wanted um, or pro-life. Pro I, I think that Freudian slip. Uh, they're not the pro-life judges that we wanted. 
Uh, I don't think either one of these would be uh, instrumental in helping to overturn Roe. Um, but again, that's not our our foundation in abortion ministry in any way. We, we, we're not just reliant upon laws. We want to see it uh, criminalized, period. Um, but ultimately, we go out for abortion ministries with the gospel. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm, one of these days I'll get through an entire podcast without yawning in your ear. Um, the gospel is our, our, our source of any kind of ministry. But, again, from a political viewpoint uh, and a biblical worldview, we, we do want Roe overturned. And, and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh are not the judges that are going to give us that. Um, so I do think with all the, the impeachment ridiculousness that is still going on, um, that the Demo- I think the Democrats will lose the House. I think, I think there's going to be a swing there. I think that the um, ridiculous continuation of pursuing um, impeachment for what are are not impeachable offenses. Um, again, I'm not the biggest fan of this president, but I don't think that he's done anything criminally uh, wrong that requires impeachment. I think the impeachment issue. I mean, it's been. It's been a goal of the Democrats since the day he got elected and the day he was inaugurated to impeach this president. Uh, and it's just because they don't like this president. Well, you cannot like a president doesn't mean you get to impeach him. I mean, not a whole lot of people on the Republican side liked Obama and there, there was no impeachment going on there. So um, – I think we could we could see a turn back to a um, Republican-controlled government period come November, uh, and it's get, still going to lead to nothing. Again, the 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 charade that the Republicans put on of, of being this this pro-life conservative party is really just a sh- literally is that it's a charade to to raise money. Um, they have no no real desire. There's a few um, Republicans here and there that are, are are truly on board with pro-life and and religious liberty and and things like that. But for the majority of them, it's just a way to raise funds to stay in uh, their little jobs where they really do a whole lot of nothing. Um, my personal opinion is they all need to be fired, and we just need to start over. We need to start over from scratch with a whole new batch of congressmen, congresspeople, senators, and so on. Never going to happen, but uh, a guy can dream, right? So um, there's the the political uh, predictions and and, uh, vision, (laughs) vision for 2020, my political vision. Um, I'm amazed. I have not... I really wanted to go through and start looking at some of the um, false teacher prosperity pimps uh, that are out there today to see how many of them proclaimed 2020 is the year of vision. Joel Osteen and Creflo Dollar and Paula White and all those people. I'm sure um, there's a whole lot of them. 2020, it's the year of hindsight, right? Because hindsight is 2020. 
And uh, I looked back and I looked on 2019 and I saw a whole lot of things that I did wrong that I need to change and, and stuff like that. So there you go. It's my vision for 2020. Um, in the church, I still I'm looking at uh, there's a huge uh, split getting ready to come up in uh, evangelicalism. Uh, the SBC is just currently in in such a fragile state, and I, I think you're going to see an, a, a huge split there over issues of females in ministry and the LGBTQ, the, everything that's gone on with Revoice and, and Beth Moore and Rachel Dent Hollander and the Founders Ministry and all the stuff that kind of came together last year to 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 just chaos in um, evangelicalism. I, I think it, this year may come to a head. I think we're going to see it. And, and again, it's because we have guys like um, Tom Askell and James White and Doug Wilson and Chuck Knox and the cross-politic guys, uh, Toby and Gabe and... Um, you know, there's just so many people. Apologia, uh, just there's a there's a huge group that is just like we're gonna tell it like it is. We're gonna we're gonna make the documentaries that need to be made to expose the issues that are happening. Um, and it's it it's gonna come down to a, a point that I, I think there will be a split, and Beth Moore will become the president of one side of that split the more liberal side, and then you'll see a, a more uh, conservative uh, um, stronghold. That's a bad word to use in, in, re, in regards to uh, Christianity, but it works. Uh, a more conservative stronghold uh, come out of it as well. Um, I think a, a, a good return to um, biblical standards and so on. Um, so you'll see the, the wishy-washy liberal side go one way and, and the, those who want to hold to, to standards go another. Um, I pray that I'm wrong. I'm pray, I pray that um, those things can be worked out and, and solid biblical truth will reign in um, what is the largest denomination in America today, the SBC. But I'm, I'm, I'm prayerful, but... I think there's, I think the split's going to happen. Um, that's just, that's where I stand on that stuff. And, uh, so, um, yeah, there you go. There's just a, a, a little blurb, a happy new year, kind of where you let you know where my mind is and where I intend to go in the next year with the podcast. So, um, you know, I hope, you know, my, with my 70-some subscribers on YouTube, of which I think uh, five people really watch, um, and my, I don't know how many subscribers I have and through Pinecast and YouTube. and Not YouTube. Google Play and iTunes and so on. I mean, I have no, no clue how many people listen through those uh, venues. Uh, I don't know that all those... Uh, all the statistics and analytics come back to Pinecast, where I do my host my um, podcast from. Uh, I don't know that those all come back. So, um, if you're listening, 
I hope you keep listening and maybe share with some friends. Uh, hit the share button, hit the notification button, uh, do all those things. Share with some people that you think may uh, enjoy listening to uh, a crazy old dude with a really long beard uh, opine about politics, religion, and the uh, culture of the day. And, uh, and hopefully you get a little bit of um, encouragement, um, consistency, uh, biblical worldview, whatever it is that you get from it. I hope to continue to give that and provide that through the next year. Um, and again, like I said before, the, I, I do this podcast because I truly think that, you know, God has, has given me a desire and uh, something to say. And so I want to continue to say it and I want to continue to encourage you day in and day out with every episode of this podcast to do exactly what it is that I always ask you to do. And that is to continue to always, always preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.